The morning shift, just something um, to help you along the way, shift your thoughts for the day, shift your focus, kind of give you something to think about to help us all become better people so we can make a difference on our jobs, make a difference in our community, make a difference in our neighborhoods, make a difference in our families and our ministries. Good morning, Reginald. Good morning, Miss Joanne. Bridget, good morning. Good morning, Vincent Williams. Thank you for tuning in. That type of thing. Just, I'm telling you, but it is, we, 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 are, we have extremely been blessed. Thank you for, for those who are always, uh, um, you know, encouraging me. Um, you know, just, just uh, grateful that these messages are, are helping you along the way. That's what it's about, helping you along the way. That's, that's all I want to do is to help you along the way. All right, we're going to go ahead and get started. Listen, so one of the things that I want us to talk about today is that we have to be mindful. Good morning, Miss Cynthia. We have to be mindful of how we live. We got to be mindful of how we live. We got to be mindful about what we say, mindful of what we do. We, 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 it's, it's a must for us to be intentional about our actions. And we talked about this last week about not uh, making sure that our thoughts and making sure that our actions uh, and our words please God, that we don't say anything out of the way to people, that we don't treat people any kind of way, we don't mistreat them, uh, because we represent something greater than ourselves. No matter who you are, what your position is, what you do for a living or whatever, you, we all represent something greater than ourselves. It's not that just you that you got to be concerned about. Good morning, Melinda. Good morning, Shy. Uh, it's not just you that you got to be concerned about. It's not just your reputation on the line. Okay, where I work, I represent my place of employment. Where I go to church, I represent that. I represent my, both of my parents. I represent my siblings. I represent my family, my husband. I represent my community. Okay, there, it's, There's something greater at stake than you and your feelings, how you feel at the time. Something greater at stake than how angry you are, how hurt you are, how broken you are, how misdirected, misguided, or misunderstood you are. We all represent something greater. The picture is greater than what's only inside the frame. How are you representing what you represent? If we represent people of, of, of good character, are we doing that well? If we are representing uh, our jobs, are we doing it well? If we are representing a sorority or a fraternity who has standards and morals, are we representing them well? How we live represents something bigger than us. And today we're going to talk about, or I'm going to talk about, I don't want to make my God ashamed. I don't want him to be ashamed or people to be able to make ashamed of him how I live. I don't want people to not come to work where I work because of how I live. I don't want, to pe want people to not want to come where I go to church at because of how I live. I don't want people to not come to God or not come to Christ or not to want to live better, a better life because of how I'm representing what I proclaim is my driving force. Because sometimes we can make our family shame. You know, you always got them people in that, you know, you in your group and your group of friends that just no matter where you go, they just have the ability, the knack to make you shame. I know two people 
that all that can always make you shame, no matter. And, and 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 now I'm just talking about a good shame. They you know they just know how to cut up and have a good time and and draw attention and just make you shame, make you blush. But I tell my my sons, I have two sons. I let let them know, hey, listen. I'm a known person in our city. Don't go out and just do anything. Because you represent something greater. You represent me. You represent your daddy. And we teach our children that. Not because we, we don't give them, we don't raise them and teach them certain things. Because we don't want to be made shame. We teach them because they are our fundamentals of life. Uh, we teach them because... Uh, we want them to have better than us. We want to want them to be respectful. We want them to have a life that doesn't bring unnecessary conflict and problems to them. But I'm telling y'all every day, y'all, it's, it's, you know, when we talk about, again, adding all of these things together, I, I don't, I don't want, I don't want anything that I do to make God ashamed that he called me. Some people don't care what they do. They can say they love God. They love where they work. They love, and just do not care what they do or what they say. When you get to the point where you don't care what you do, when you get to the point where you don't care what you say, when you get to the point that it don't matter, you know, how it looked to people, that is a problem. Good morning, Camille. Good morning, Miss Lawanda. It's a problem when you no longer care how uh, what you do looks. It's a problem when you no longer care what you say. Now, I understand that all of us have to have a level of boldness. Good morning, Auntie Jean. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning, Sharonda. We all have to have a level of boldness and courage about ourselves. We got to speak what God say speak. We got to do what God say do. However, there's a way to do it. Your delivery can diminish your message. Your delivery can diminish the power of your message, the love of your message. Good morning, Ro. Well, I just don't care. I don't care what they think of me. That's a problem. If you don't care what people think of you, that means you will do or say anything. Good morning, Nisi. Good morning, Till. Good morning, Marcus. Good morning, Lisa. If you if you get to the point where you don't care, that is a problem. It is a problem. Every single day, every single moment. You got to think of it as your last. This is the, every moment we have in our life can be a defining moment. Every moment in our life can be a defining moment. Don't put yourself in a position where you compromise your call, where you compromise your assignment, you compromise the purpose for your placement because you don't know how to treat people, because you don't know how to deal with people. You don't know how to respect people's feelings. You know, I get it. You know, I'm, I'm, all, I'm not about your feelings. I'm about your healing. And then it's not about, you know, I, I, you know, hurt my feelings, save my soul. I get it. I understand the concept. But you can't be rude. And you can't be disrespectful to people. And you can't be ugly and snobby and high-minded. And like the old people say, sadity. And, and, and really believe in your heart that people will maintain that level of respect for you in the position... You can't be a rude boss and want people to follow you. You can't be disrespectful to people and want people to do and be willing to do what you say. Now, you might be able to force me to do it, but people who are who are forced to respect you, when people are forced to respect you, it will not last longer than the situation. That respect will not last longer than the situation. Come on through here, Smith. You talking good. Good morning, Terrence. Good morning, Cynthia Samuel. When people are forced to respect you, when people are forced to hear you, 
that respect is not going to last longer than that moment. I want to encourage you this morning. I want to encourage you, whatever you do, endeavor not to make the people, not to make the people who respect you, who love you, who, um, who, who believe that you have been called by God. Don't make those people ashamed because of the way we live, because of the way we speak, because of the way we respond, because of the way we act. You cannot be rude to people. You cannot be ugly to people. Just because you have authority does not mean you can be, you can misuse that authority to get people to respond or to listen or to do. Again, that respect will only last as long as that moment. Good morning, Leslie. Good morning, honey. So today we're going to Ezekiel 36 and 22 through 26. Just a few verses. Therefore, give the people of Israel this message from the sovereign Lord. Listen. At this point, kind of give you a quick update. At this point, the Lord has scattered Israel abroad because they have brought shame to his name. How they were living, uh, how they were uh, treating each other. He got upset and he scattered them abroad. He, he even said this. Listen how bad it was. Listen how bad it was. To me, their conduct was as unclean as a woman's menstrual cloth. Now, if that ain't unclean conduct, you ain't seen unclean conduct. The way that they were acting, the way that they were conducting themselves, the way that they were behaving themselves was as unclean as a woman's menstrual cloth. Now, back in the old times, in these particular days, when a woman's menstrual cycle was on, she couldn't even go around people. She couldn't even be around people. She was considered unclean and you could not come around and be in public. Here, the Lord classifies the way that they were acting as unclean as a woman's menstrual cloth. So he got angry and scattered them abroad, scattered them abroad. And when they got scattered, they brought shame on his name. And so other people were saying, look, these are the people of the Lord. He couldn't even keep them safe in his own land. So he was so concerned about his image, his reputation. He was so concerned that he had to do something. So he says to him, good morning, Shonika. Good morning, Phil. So he says to him, I'm bringing you back, but not because you deserve it. I'm doing it to protect my name that you brought shame on. So listen, it is very important that if we are going to represent God, if we are going to represent kingdom, if we're going to represent our careers, our jobs, our churches, if we're going to represent sororities and fraternities, there's a certain way that we have to live. I do not want to bring my God shame because I don't know how to treat people. I don't want to bring shame on his name because I don't know how to live humbly, because I don't know how to live submissive, because I don't know how to live to a point where I don't just do anything and everything. We cannot do it and say we are of God. Now, I know at certain, I know at points in our lives, I can admit it. I will admit it. There were times in my life when I know that I wasn't living a life that was pleasing to him in terms of doing everything that he says and, and realizing that every time I move, every time I slide through town, every time I go uh, into Walmart or Walgreens, I'm on aisle six, well, I'm on my job. If, if people know who I profess to be, who I confess to be, then that is what they're going to be looking
to for. And sometimes we allow the enemy to get up underneath our skin. We allow what we are going through to impact us so much that we forget who we are in God. And we are driven by our circumstances and not driven by who we are. We respond based off of the circumstances and not based off of what we know. We have to exercise discipline. We got to learn to exercise discipline. You just can't. This is I'm living a life that does not belong to me. We're living a life that does not belong to us. Good morning, Miss Janie. But I'm so grateful that out of all the times we've messed up, out of all the times we stepped out of the way, out of all the times that we've been rude, we've been disrespectful, we've you misused our authority when we quote unquote cuss somebody out, when we've uh, uh, tried to seek our own revenge instead of you know just holding our hands up and say, okay, Lord, you take care of this. Even after all of that, He says here in Ezekiel that He is bringing us back, not because we deserve it. He's restoring us, not because we deserve it. He's giving back to us, not because we deserve it, because there's something greater at stake. He's saying you are valuable. Help me, Lord. You are valuable enough to me that I'm going to bring you back to me. I'm going to restore you. Oh, Lord, I'm going to I'm going to, uh, uh, you know, forget the fact that I'm mad. It's be, it's something beyond that. I'm going to bring you back to me. Listen, so I can prove to people so I can prove to people that the nations will know that I'm God. If God can take that type of person who has a mean and nasty and ugly attitude, you remember where you used to be. Good morning, Sandra, Cassandra. Good morning, Rashida. Good morning, Corey. Good morning, Margaret. Good morning, Toya. You remember where you used to be. You remember how you used to be. And that's what we have to make sure that who we used to be. Who, how we used to act does not seep into who we are now. If God can take a Sabrina, if God can take you and all of the problems that you had, all of the errors that you had and restore you, he said, I see that. I see value in you. There's enough help me. There's enough in you for me to get something done. I'm bringing you back, not because you deserve it, but I'm bringing you back. So when I reveal my holiness through you, can God trust you to be the vessel or a vessel he uses to bring his glory back to the earth? Can, can he use you? Will you be willing to submit yourself? Would you be willing to submit yourself and say, Lord, you can use me to reveal your holiness through. It's not what all the time what God can do for you. The question is, what can he do through you? What can he get done through your life? Who can he reach through you? Who can he save through you? Who can he get delivered through you? Who can he encourage and empower and inspire through you right before their very eyes? You know, there, I, I'm, I, you know, I look and I, and I see there are some people that just, you know, you just see their growth and development, how they grow and how they develop right before our eyes. And it's like, oh, my God, it's a miracle being performed right in front of me. When people transform their lives, when people grow and develop and progress 
right before your eyes. That should be a reminder of this scripture. Okay, God is showing me so that the nations will know that I'm God. He said, I'm going to gather you up from all the nations and bring you home again to your land where you're supposed to be in that place where you're supposed to be. I don't want God to prepare any place for me that I can't occupy because I don't know how to live. And I've talked, we said this before. You, there's a place that's been prepared. There's a blessing waiting on you. There's a promise waiting on you. And a lot of times it's delayed because we have not been prepared enough. We said, I don't want to go into the next place in my life, the best season of my life, and not know how to live in it, not know how to be humble about it, not knowing how to be grateful for it. Good morning, Leanne. I don't want to go into anything, into any part of my life, whether it's relationship, whether it's career, whether it's the promises of God. I don't want to go into any part of my life and not be grateful and that when I get there, I not be able to enjoy it. That's why even in the prayer of Jabez, when he prayed, he said, Lord, enlarge my territory. But he also says, and keep me from the evil one. Don't give me greater. Help me, Lord. And I don't know how to live in it. Don't give me greater and I'm not able to know how to dis. I don't want to not be able to enjoy what you're doing in my life because I'm not able to discipline myself because I'm not able, I have not learned that I don't have to fight every battle that I have because I have not learned how to treat people there. When your territory is enlarged, it brings on more responsibility. When your territory is enlarged, it brings on more accountability. And don't pray for nothing no bigger. If you cannot handle the responsibility of where you are now, that is nowhere near. He said, if you, you got to be faithful in the small things, the little things, the minute things. Uh, you know, master the minor. Major in the minors. Major in the minors. I don't want to do anything to bring God shame. Good morning, Kizzy. Good morning, Renee. I don't want to bring shame on my God because of the way I live, the way I treat myself, the way I treat other people, how I value other people. He said, I will sprinkle water, clean water on you and you will be clean. Your filth will be washed away. You will no longer worship idols. I will give you a new heart. And I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. That's how, sometimes that's the reason why we treat people the way we do is because of the posture of our heart. The position of our heart. When you have a stony heart, when you have a stubborn heart, then you respond to people and God and everybody else so harshly and so wrong because there's something going on in your heart, something going on in your life. And you got to remember, I'm not, you, we have to learn to separate, uh, those who have hurt us. That responsibility doesn't go to everybody else. So I'm going to give you a clean heart. I'm going to put a new spirit in you, new, a new heart and a new spirit. Sometimes that's what's wrong with us. We, we get to, we, we, we shift levels, but we don't shift mentalities. Don't go to a, don't have God take you to a greater level or you get a promotion or you go to that next place and you not change your mentality. And you not change your way of thinking. You don't change your heart. Your mind don't change. Lord, don't give me something and you don't change my heart and my mind. 
Change my heart and my mind. I don't want to have this stubborn heart. I don't want to have this stony heart. When we have stony hearts and we have stony uh, and stubborn attitudes, can't nobody tell you anything right. They can be saying the right thing and you get angry. They can be trying to love you and you get angry. They can be trying to empower you and encourage you and you get angry. Lord, please change the posture of my heart so that whatever you're trying to get done in my life and through me, I won't make you shame. Good morning, Brianna. So we got to be careful how we live. We got to be careful what we say. We got to be careful about what we do because we represent something greater than ourselves. We represent something greater than ourselves. We got to stop walking through life like it's all about us and us alone. It's all about you and you alone. It's all about me and me alone. Good morning, old Beatrice. We have to be disciplined in our thoughts. We have to be disciplined in our words. Again, we talked about it last week. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. In other words, Lord, let my words and my thoughts please you. You marriage, you can't do it in everything. You know what your job requires. You can't go out and do anything and everything. You know what your calling requires. Some, some of us are the light of our families. You're the light of your family. You're the heartbeat of your family. People, people march to the beat of your drums. People march. You, you are an atmosphere changer. People follow your lead. You don't even have to be like a p person with a title. You are a, it's simply about being a leader. Good morning, Cynthia Samuel. People follow your lead. Make sure you're leading them in the right direction. You're leading them by example. Don't want to bring shame on the people who have empowered you, who, who gives you the authority to be who you are and do what you do. You have a great responsibility on your life. Whoever you are, whatever you do, you got a great responsibility on your life. Lead your families in the right direction. The young people who follow you, lead them in the right direction. And notice, remember that they, their eyes are on you. That, that should not be your only driving force. But if you can't find no other reason to do right, to live right, to treat people right, just know that somebody is watching. They are taking note of how you live. Good morning, Ann. They are taking note to how you live, what you do, how you respond to situations, how you react to situations. People are watching, so make sure, in my closing, make sure that you live responsibly and don't do anything to make your God ashamed. Listen, that's all the time we got for today. Thank y'all for tuning into the morning shift. Remember, you like it, you love it, make sure you share it. I need you to come by and visit my friends at the Red Eye. They get it right the first time. Every single time, they will take care of you. Listen, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, 48 degrees in Valdosta, Georgia. Make sure you remind yourself daily. I'm not going to let anything rob me of my gratitude, my joy, and my peace. And I'm not going to allow my faith to be interrupted. Point blank, period. Listen, that's all the time we got. This is Morning Shift. Remember, you like it, you love it. Make sure you share it. Thank y'all for tuning in. Hopefully, it'll give you something to think about. Good morning, Miss Wanda. Think about it as you go along through your day. Remember, somebody's watching you. Somebody has invested in you. Trust you. Trust who you are, what you're doing, where you're going. Make sure you do the right thing. Treat people right. Hold up a standard. Live by that standard. And just because it's bad for you, don't make it bad for everybody else. Just because it's tough for you, don't make it tough for everybody else. 
how you treat this season, how you respond to this season can either make or break your reputation with people. So I encourage you. Good morning, Constance. I encourage you. Good morning, Joy. Good morning, Scotty. I encourage you. Respond responsibly. Live responsibly. Thank y'all for tuning in. I'll see y'all tomorrow morning. Same back time, same back channel. That's all the time I got for today. I'm out. Y'all have a good rest of your day. Make your day great. Remember, don't let nothing rob you. Nothing.